Chapter Two of Andiron Tales by John Bangs. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The story of Ebenezer. Ebenezer was a boy very much like yourself in several ways. Resumed the right hand iron. He wasn't one of the sleepyhead or dozy Pete families, but he was next thing to it. He was nephew of Senator Tickenap and a grandson of old General Snorallowed, but he'd never admit it. He used to get just as angry when we reminded him that he was quite as much of a snorallout as a carrot top, as you were there when we called you Sleepyhead. And when my brother Lefty here said to him, Hello, Weasel, he didn't like it a bit better than you did when we said you were a dormouse. He insisted that he was a boy, and for all we could do, we couldn't get him to admit that he was a weasel. He was the most persistent lad that I have ever seen he'd always say that bad was bad that blue could not be green we couldn't get him to deny that white was always white and though we'd try and try and try he'd say that he was right interrupted the left hand iron and wasn't he asked tom that isn't part of the story snapped the right hand iron and if you don't stop interrupting me i'll never speak to you again i didn't mean to said tom apologetically that's just the worst part of it snapped the andiron you are an interrupter by nature and that is the most incurable kind but as i was telling you ebenezer was bound to be a boy and no amount of talk on our part could convince him that he was a weasel well lefty and i were very young then and up to the time of which i am speaking we had always made our little trips in the fairy country or in giant land all by ourselves and we had lots of fun together, I can warrant. This time, however, we decided to take Ebenezer with us to Giant Land, which was a place he had often heard us tell about, and concerning which he was very curious. We told him that it would never do for him to visit Giant Land, because the giants were always very hungry, and liked nothing better to eat than a boy like himself. It would be dangerous for him to go, we said unless he would promise to obey us in everything we told him to do and to admit that he was whatever we chose to call him you see my dear tom said the left hand iron in explanation the giants had such confidence in us that they accepted as true anything we said so that if we should happen to meet a hungry ogre and he should want to eat ebenezer because he was a boy all that would be necessary for us to do to save ebenezer was to say hold on he is not a boy he is a weasel then ebenezer would be all right because giants do not eat weasels i see said tom nodding his head ebenezer promised that he would obey us and wouldn't deny he was a weasel if we told the giants he was one and we took him off with us resumed the right hand iron we went straight to giant land and had a perfectly lovely time until about an hour before it was time to return when we encountered a huge giant named Sky High. And my, how hungry he was! He was hungrier than Lefty's friend, who went into a restaurant and ordered 37 pounds of cake, 64 lamb chops, 18 portions of beefsteak, 40 ginger pops, 17 vanilla puffs, 20 fresh cut dabs, 38 rich raisin duffs, 90 soft shell crabs. Let those go for course the first let the second be shrimps and oysters till i burst thirteen quarts of tea 
then a dozen sugared hams one small cabbage head ninety dozen pinky clams sixty loaves of bread seven quarts of french canned peas and a pound or two of your gorgonzola cheese for my lunch will do then the waiter standing by in the usual way asked him won't you also try our hot mites to-day i don't want to interrupt said tom but it seems to me that man must have been awful rich no he wasn't returned lefty he was going to eat the dinner you know and then die without paying for it he wasn't a very good man no remarked the story-teller but he was a very hungry man in which respect he was just like the giant i am trying to tell you about and my how the giant roared with glee when he caught sight of ebenezer good he cried that's just what i wanted for my lunch a nice fat boy then he reached down said the right hand iron and grabbed ebenezer by the arm and was about to eat him just as he would a piece of asparagus when lefty here cried out avast there sky high that isn't a nice fat boy that is only a miserable weasel pa said sky high with a face such as you put on when you take a horrid tasting medicine pa i can't eat weasels and with that he put ebenezer down on the road again and was about to walk along about his business when what did that foolish little ebenezer do but up and deny that he was a weasel i'm not a weasel he yelled and i am a boy and a fine boy at that sky high stopped short whirled about and rushed back to where ebenezer was standing what's that you say he said eagerly i say i am not a weasel but a fine fat boy said the vainglorious ebenezer stoutly then my friends the andirons have deceived me have they roared the giant yes replied ebenezer but i can't stand being called a weasel with that said the right hand iron sky high clapped ebenezer into his market basket and then turned on lefty and me lefty managed to get away but i was caught what did he do to you asked tom trembling with excitement he tried to bite my head off said righty with a laugh see those two dents on either side of my neck tom looked and sure enough there were the dents not very deep but quite large enough to be seen his teeth broke when he got that far said righty i'm pretty hard but you see it needn't have happened at all if ebenezer had only kept quiet about his not being a weasel was he eaten by sky high asked tom i don't know replied righty lefty and i didn't wait to find out and we have never been back there since i don't believe he did eat him for two reasons one is that after trying to bite my head off sky high hadn't teeth enough left to eat anything with and the other reason is that i saw ebenezer two years afterwards on his way to school one beautiful spring morning i noticed him particularly because although it was a lovely clear morning he had his umbrella up and positively declined to put it down and carry it closed because he said an umbrella couldn't possibly be a cane and he wasn't going to try to make anybody suppose it was a cane i don't see anything in that story to make me unhappy even if i were a chum of ebenezer's said tom as the andiron finished you don't don't you think it was sad that the giant couldn't eat a boy who had behaved in that way asked righty with a scornful glance at tom it was very sad tom said the left hand iron so don't deny it especially if you want to go off on our trip to the stars are you really going to the stars gasped tom 
breathless at the very idea and forgetting all about ebenezer perhaps returned the andiron and may i go with you whispered tom you may if you will do whatever we tell you and admit that you are a dormouse said righty all right i'll obey said tom and what did you say your name was asked lefty sleepyhead dozy pate dormouse said tom with a laugh you'll do returned the right hand iron stepping lightly out of the fireplace now sit astride of my back and take hold of lefty's right claw tom did as he was told and in an instant he was flying up through space toward the stars End of chapter 2